0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Biz Women A Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Kremitzos. I'm so ridiculously grateful that you're here and listening to this podcasting series. I love podcasts. I love this platform of podcasting. And this series is my little bit of a tip of the hat and a nod to how powerful and how grateful I have been all of these years for this platform. So I'm sharing with you throughout this entire week, five different women who have five different podcasts who have leveraged and utilized the industry of podcasting very differently, all have businesses that their podcasts relate to. So I'm really excited to be able to share this entire series with you. And I also want to make sure to share a really great resource Whether you are a podcaster currently, either for a day or for a decade, or thinking about starting a podcast, I wanna share about. PodFest Multimedia Expo. If you are a content creator at all, or you want to be a podcaster, then you have to join me at PodFest 2020. It is a conference made for independent podcasters and content creators. It's happening March 6th through 8th, 2020, and I guarantee it will be a memorable experience for you. The people, the education, the entire culture, it is like no other conference that you will ever attend. I can guarantee you that. You can get Tickets now at podfestexpo.com. I'm hoping to see you there. So when I saw Jen Mavros' video announcing that she was leaving her old business behind and stepping into a new business... I obviously could relate. If you did not yet hear the news that Biz Women Rock is going on sabbatical on December 2nd of 2019, just do a little scrolling down in your podcast app and look for that particular episode just a few episodes ago and it will tell you the entire story. But obviously, I could relate to Jen. Jen has been helping entrepreneurs manifest soulfully aligned desires and dreams in life and business for over 7 years now as a coach and mentor, a speaker and a leader. But a few years ago, she began questioning, feeling, and ultimately listening for the fact that something was off. And that led her to an entirely new business, the first iteration of which is called Loving Business Forward. But one thing really struck me in her announcement, and that was that she said that her podcast, The Jen Mavro Show, is the one thing, the one and only thing ...that's coming with her in this transition. So I brought Jen on for the podcasting series and you'll get to hear her answer as to why her podcast is the only thing coming with her. And you'll also hear us diving into why she's going through a transition in her business and how scary and simultaneously exciting that has been for her. We discuss why she's quote-unquote unbranded herself as a coach how she used and continues to use meditation as her biggest tool to get in touch with what's right for her, what surrendered flow means to her, and her opinions of hustle. She talks about what the realities of her money have actually looked like during this transition. Oh my goodness. The fears, the real logistical fears and realities of transitioning. And finally, she talks about the breakdown of her next evolution of business. Jen is absolutely incredible. And if you resonate with her message about doing business in a way that feels aligned with who you are and about doing it differently than what you typically see out there, then I would really encourage you to go find out more about her and everything that she's doing. So join me in this conversation with Jen Mavros. Jen, it makes my heart so happy to have you here. <laughs> That's the best way that I can explain it. It just really fills my heart, fills my soul that you're here. You've been on the show before. I have stayed intrinsically close to you via social media. Some might call that cyber stalking um, <laughs> since that time. And I saw that you have been going through this massive transition in your business and in your life. And so I wanted to take this opportunity to share about that. And one thing that you shared on the video announcing this big transition, uh, announcing that you were letting go of your old business and stepping into this new phase of where your life and your business are taking you, you said something that struck to me, which was my podcast is the only thing that's coming with me. (laughs) And so I knew that I had to talk to you about that. Why? Why Mm -hmm. is your podcast the only thing coming
1: with you in this massive transition? Holy cow. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me so we can geek out and chat. And hello to all your beautiful listeners. Yeah. So I felt like my podcast is like the one thing that I've been building the last two plus years that I feel like it, it absolutely evolves with me. Like I can have so much flexibility in it and with it, you know, it... <laughs> I giggle because it's, uh, you know, when I first created it, I was sitting with a name, right? I think any person that's ever created a podcast, it's, it's like a thing. You're like... What the heck do I call this thing? And so I was having a conversation with one of my best friends, and she's like, You just need to call it your your own name, like the Jen Mavros program show, whatever. And I was like, Yeah, but that sounds kind of douchey, dude. Like, I don't want (laughs) to name this after me. But she's like, But as you've explained, it's going to grow with you. So it Mm. makes sense. It's your baby. So why wouldn't you name it after yourself? And I was like, yeah, good, good point. All right. Good point. But like I said, it's just, it gives me the flexibility and the spaciousness to talk about whatever I want to talk about and allow the people that tune in to grow with me. And that is why.
0: And I love it. So why are you going through a transition? What has been going on these past couple of years that Brought us to this moment of you releasing a video and saying, I am releasing my old business. I'm done with my business, the way it's been, everything that it has been over all of these years, and now choosing this new thing. What
1: has been happening? Well, obviously, that's a very, very, very long conversation. So I'm going to like condense it into the weeest of nutshells. First, it started where I was kind of just observing things in our industry that I'm like, hmm, yeah. I don't resonate with that. That's, that's kind of strange. And then probably about three or four years ago, I actually unbranded myself as a coach because I was really disappointed with where the coaching industry was going. And then there was all these other things that started showing up in the coaching online business entrepreneur space that I was, again, hmm, I'm not really liking what I'm seeing here. Like there was a lot of harm, a lot of predatory, a lot of marginalized individuals that were were being just, it was just not a space that I wanted with my divinely aligned business as what I call myself a spiritual entrepreneur. What I was seeing was I just wasn't wasn't floating my boat. And then that triggered this whole sequence of kind of events where literally for the last two years in my meditations, I was just receiving these these bits and fragments of what I call downloads or transmission from, you know, why I call the universe, or you could call God or your higher power. Literally, for two years, I was receiving these. Some were beautiful fragments. Some were really confusing to me. I was like, I don't understand this. Like, what does this mean? Some were actually took me on the scale of emotion. It took me kind of down a rabbit hole where I was like, I felt depressed. I felt like grief stricken. Specifically, one of, the, one of the spaces where I felt grief was because it felt like the universe was asking me to release my business and my business up to this point that I've been growing for the last seven plus years has actually been the vehicle for which I'm able to... Really, it's it's like my spiritual journey realized. It's like the way that I'm not only helping myself and helping my family with the revenue that I'm able to generate from my business... But I mean, personal development is is intimately tied with entrepreneurship. So that was another element that I loved about it. But it was my way of contributing outside of myself. That's how I see my business is like a way that I can not only support myself, but share goodness in the world. And so I was like, what do you mean you want me to surrender my business? Like, this is my baby. Well, I'm, I can't get a corporate job again. Like, I'm not yeah. that person anymore. But I will if you ask me to. And so... Was your finally- business at
0: that point, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but was your business at that point doing what we would call like one-on-one coaching with folks who wanted to have like a spiritually aligned business? Yeah. Um, were, were there other events that you did? Were there other types of services that you offered? Or was it really mainly that mainstay of the private coaching?
1: Oh no, it was, yeah, it was, All I mean, I had been traveling around the world. I was speaking on stages. I was, yeah, I was, I was doing the stuff. And I found that as I got deeper into this, like these meditative spaces that kept coming to me, these information that that I kept receiving, I began to disengage more and more and more. So pro- literally for the last probably year, I was really only taking a few clients at a time because I just, there because I was so unsure with where I was, I felt like I didn't have the fullest capacity or the fullest bandwidth to do what I had been, like. I was, I mean, before that I was supporting thousands and thousands and thousands of people a year. Like I was I was making shit happen. Yeah. And I felt a sense of like I could roll my shoulders back and I felt, you know, like the sense of pride with that. Right. But I, it felt a little out of integrity, obviously, because I was a little unsure with what I was doing in my own space. And so, that's why I began to disengage. And it was a painful process. Like, I mean, not everybody's process of transition has to be painful, but <laughs> whoa, mine was girlfriend. Are you sure? You because <laughs> I
0: feel like every transition is painful in some way it's either small, just discomfort or like full blown, holy crap, depression, dark times. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, I think that also depends on the level of resistance that you have with it. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> clinging on girlfriend. I had <laughs> my teeth in that. Like I was holding so yeah. And then finally, once I felt like once I really fully surrendered into that was when the puzzle pieces started to come together. And I was like, Whoa! Okay, like it's not that I'm surrendering my business entirely as an entrepreneur. It's, it's just what I've been doing up to this point. There's something bigger for me. Like it was the universe was like bringing me into the next iteration, this next unfoldment of my own personal evolution. And when I started to see it from that lensing, I was like blown away. I was like, "Whoa! Holy cow! Like how do how do I do this then? Like how do I yeah. create something?" to this scale, to this... Yeah. So... And what was that?
0: As you started piecing that together and receiving these downloads in your meditations, what was that? What was that next iteration? What was it that you saw and how did you feel
1: about it? Yeah. So I felt incredible about it. And yet, I feel like there's always a level when you're moving into the next like evolution of yourself. There's like this, holy shitness, holy shitness of (laughs) fear. (laughs) <laughs> but yet there's also that excitement, right? Like the big dreams that you have, I feel like they should be a little scary because you're growing, but also you should also feel excitement. And that's how I felt. So I'm still developing. So I have to roll things out in phases, actually, this next new business that I'm, I'm co-creating with the universe because of its kind of what I've received, its massiveness, if you will. Let me just kind of break down a little bit because it's the way that I'm still learning how to articulate it. It's like whenever, whenever you receive things in meditation or like insight or aha in meditation space, I feel like it can be difficult to articulate what you just experienced. And so I'm still putting words to what's unfolding. So there's kind of, there's, there's like three branches of this new business. The first branch, the first bubble is actually, I've already begun to move that into motion. It's supporting, well, it's called loving business forward. And it's supporting purpose-driven, heart-centered entrepreneurs really step into the next space of what our, our business looks like, but not in the way that you hear all the time, like let's upgrade your business or let's step into the up level of your business. It's actually, I received in meditation, almost like this blueprint for how we're moving in a different direction with business altogether. like entrepreneurship business period. And there were these 12 like pillars that were received in my meditation, some of which I don't really fully understand yet, but it's how to operate in like a, the new energy of business. Or if you want to geek out, like in the spiritual terminology, it's the 5D consciousness. It's the the five dimensional. So it's a different consciousness of business is really what mm. it is. And so the traditional business that we've been taught There are a lot of things that are problematic with that. I felt that. I knew that because, you know, I'm sure your listeners can relate to this as well, where if you've taken any kind of coaching or... Education, or if you've been trained in any kind of traditional business stuff, there may be some things that you're like, I don't really know why we do this. Why do we do this? And it doesn't feel fully aligned. Why would I push and push and push and push on the problem spots of triggering people's fear, their scarcity, their not enoughness? Like, why would I market to someone in that way? Yeah. Like, that feels so disempowering. Yeah. So and even though we, it quote unquote might work or quote unquote oh yeah. get results, that's it's yeah, just, it. Go, feels, yes. It feels gunky, right? It feels super gross. Well, just the same thing with like hustle. If you look at the energy Ugh. of hustle, shit, hustle works. That shit is sexy, but it's not <laughs> sustainable. Right. It is not sustainable. And yes. so what is the next iteration of hustle? It's alignment. That's mm. what it is. And so it's, it's almost like the universe gave me this blueprint for the next evolution. Well, for me anyway, not, I mean, not, not, not everyone's going to get on board with how I do my business, but universe definitely wanted me to start talking about this and sharing this. So I could deepen and learn myself. Like I, like I said, some of the things I still don't fully understand because I've never seen them demonstrated before. I've never seen some of the things that the universe told me. So that's loving business forward, supporting my fellow entrepreneurs and, and conscious businesses. That's the first piece, this first branch of my new business. The next branch is supporting the individual person on their own journey. So I'm still staying in the personal development space because that's one of my loves, but doing it differently. Again, it's, it's like I'm always out of the box about things, my friend. Like I can't just do everything <laughs> the, the way that everyone else does it. I always got to do it differently. So there's that branch about personal development, the own personal journey. So I'm going to be bringing people onto my platform and publishing their content. So people who are value aligned, who have the same shared values as what I'm creating. And then the final piece, the final branch, uh, which will roll out last, is a way that we can really begin to contribute outside of ourselves. And that's felt like a nonprofit, but I'm actually getting together with an attorney. Uh, I'm going on a trip tomorrow, like I shared, because I'm going to Maui. And um, as soon as I get back is when I literally, my feet hit the ground and I'm off running. So I'll talk to an attorney about how can I actually like logistically set all of this stuff up. So that's nutshell. That's, that's nutshell. That's
0: huge. One of the things that we I have heard verbalized a lot but not really dug into or I don't think that we easily talk about is where money plays into all of this yeah. in transition. Can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about what your experience has been like in facing the very real logistics of mm-hmm. I'm letting go of one thing and pretty much starting a startup. <laughs> yes. yes. I have some things to carry in with me to this next transition, but you know, energetically, emotionally, we can get it and it can make perfect sense. It, it finally make perfect sense. And we can choose to, to surrender to it, to be in flow with it and to know, no, 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 with every ounce of our being that this is the right thing. We're taking the right next best step forward. And then there's like the realities, you know, <laughs> Yeah. And so actually money is not the only thing I want to talk about, but what have been the realities as far as your experience goes, maybe what has come up for you that you've had to face mm-hmm. of the actual money in this transition, the, a business that has supported you and your family mm-hmm. and you know the the saying no to clients, therefore saying no to that revenue in yeah. creating something new that is unproven and doesn't have a you know proven financial business model yet can you talk about that very real sometimes overwhelming and very gray and not talked about very often in space
1: <laughs> i'm still finding my way through this to be perfectly yes, honest with you yes. but what i have found up to this point is that you know literally in the, in this transitional space it's been really interesting because there have been people that have been coming to me and they're not coming to me like they would with the stuff that they've come to me before In my past business, people are now coming to me and asking me about surrender and asking me about flow and asking me about like this new way that we're doing business. So I just, I laugh, like I kind of throw my head back and I laugh at the universe because the universe got jokes. It is jokes. (laughs) Um, Like, are you so funny? (laughs) Yeah, you're you're funny. you funny. Um, For me right now, like now that I've stepped out of coaching, I've stepped out of mentoring. And some people might like laugh at me, but I I feel like there's actually a very distinct difference. I'm stepping into consulting right now, where I'm going to be consulting people as I do this transition on what the heck I just went through. Like, how can you really live in this what I call surrendered flow space and really listen to the calling of your heart? Like, if you, every like iota of your being is like beckoning and calling and guiding you and steering you in this one direction but you're like clinging on, like you've got your fingers stuck in and you're just, it's like dragging you along the way, which is what I went through. How can we do that in a more graceful, a more easeful, a more loving and supportive way? And those are the people that are knocking on my door now who want me to help them with that. So I think it's it's beautiful because it's, I'm just a couple steps ahead of these, of these people and they want my experience. They want me to like hold space for them as they go through it as well. Yeah. So that's my experience with the money piece. I mean, the universe just is still supporting me. I mean, it, that was one thing that I made very clear. I was like, all right, universe, if we're doing this, like you need to make sure <laughs> that um, you hook me up. You, 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 I know that you've got my back, but like, I need to know that you have my financial back too. Yeah. And it feels like magic. I just mentioned that to you before where it's like we live in magic, but it's really incredible still to, to this day to me to like witness the magic when things just like, oh, that was so cool. Like, how did that happen? That magical space. And so I'm just living in the magic, girlfriend. Like, I don't know how any other way to explain that.
0: Yeah. One thing I will reflect on to you, and I will identify because many have reflected back on to me as you and I are in very similar situations right now. You know, yeah. as when this podcast goes live in November of 2019, I have literally just announced that Biz Women mm. Rock is going on sabbatical because I need to say no to that so that I can say yes to my next iteration, which yes. is the Women's Meditation Network and raising two babies, you know, like yes. that, that big work. So, what I am reflecting back on to you is, And my natural reaction is that is so intensely brave and courageous for you to be so willing and authentic and stepping into that. And not only actually doing the work of stepping into it and facing it and saying, like you mentioned this word, like co-creating what it is you want your life to be and the impact and the the everythingness of that, right? Mm -hmm. But also sharing it with the world. And when people have reflected that back to me, because I'm an open book, i just about everything. And sure. so they have said those words to me, gosh, just so brave of you to do. And my natural reaction to that is it's not brave. I don't know any other way to live other than yeah. <laughs> to uh- be truthful with myself, right? But yet I still have that reaction to you, which is like, man, because when you see that you honor it so much, wow, like what bravery? Because that doesn't seem to, I don't see that a lot out there. Not the bravery. I don't see a lot out there, the willingness to blatantly say, this is done and I choose this now Yeah, and it's changed and it's all good. And there are pros and cons of that whole transition. And it is, and it's messy and it's imperfect and also amazing. Right? Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. Well, I agree with you and I just want to acknowledge you as well, because I, like we're like, why well, get it? I so get it. Yes, but <laughs> we're, um, we're in the yeah. same spot. <laughs> yeah, but it's but but I, I agree. Like it's it's. Am I gonna live like squished? Like I feel like my would feel squished. Like I would feel like I would start to like manifest stuff into my life that I didn't want to manifest because it's not fully an alignment. It, it it would feel like part of my soul was dying. Yeah, that's what it would feel like if I didn't honor this if I didn't really step into this next space. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you, like, it, I know it's not just me. I know it's not just you. There are so many people. And it, maybe it's not showing up in the form of our, of your business where you have to release your business, but it could be releasing a relationship. It could be releasing, you know, something else. Like I've had so many people message me and they're like, oh my God, you don't even know what that meant. Like sharing your story. like, And that's one of the reasons why I am sharing it is because I know that like, my shit look messy. It looked so messy <laughs> and it's so uncomfortable for me to share this much of me, but I know in some capacity that it supports others. When you share your story, it gives mm. others permission to step into their own brilliance and magnificence. Mm. So that's why I just honor what you're doing and sharing what you're sharing, because again, it may not be that you, you feel like you're being released to, or asked to release your business, But some people can find themselves in your story in some capacity, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Mutual hugs. Yeah. (laughs) So as you continue on this journey, you have more than once mentioned your practice of meditation. Oh
1: my gosh. Uh, I think
0: in our last episode together, you talked a lot about meditation. And I actually think, just thinking back on this, I think you and I, we did that conversation back on Biz Women
1: Rock, gosh, like a year plus ago. It was right before you released the meditation. Was it? Okay. Yeah.
0: So So, a little over a year and a half ago. And I think I hadn't mentioned that I was doing it yet. Like It wasn't public yet. And I remember you and I, I pressed stop on the recording and I was like, oh my God, I have to tell you something. (laughs) You just (laughs) talked about meditation. I was obviously ridiculously passionate and interested in what you were saying about it. So anyway, it's no surprise that I'm a believer that meditation is such an amazing tool one of the many but such an amazing tool for really hearing our inner voices and really mm-hmm. tuning into what is truly right right now for us and mm-hmm. allowing it to be a tool to help get rid of the all the stuff talk a little bit about your meditation practice talk a little bit about even as that practice itself has evolved and how that's been so helpful for you in this particular timeline
1: Yeah. It's, it's been really everything. It's one of the ways that it's helped me keep my shit together, but the times I haven't had it together, let's just be clear about that because it's, I hadn't meditated, but it's, it's the space where I do everything. It's the space where I am in, you know, communion with like, the wisest, most beautiful, most loving everything. I don't have like a like any kind of traditional style meditation, like a Kundalini or anything like that. Like I literally, I have a meditation chair. Sometimes I pop in like music. Sometimes I am in silence. Sometimes I'm just breathing my way into that. And really what it is, is it's, it's a practice of listening It's a practice of listening between the spaces. And so sometimes I'm sitting in meditation for a long time because there's still my own shit that's just like flaring up and all over the place. And you will eventually get to a point where when you ask, you listen. And it can be uncomfortable for some people to just be in that complete... Receiving. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like I said, yeah, I, I, I'm just in my meditation chair. I normally have my little black pug next to me. She meditates with me (laughs) and just, just listening, listening. And I, I mean, I do a lot of visualizations in that spot where a vision might come in and then I'm like, Ooh, what is that? Let's, let's go into that vision. So I'll go into that vision and I'll just go somewhere else. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the most magical, most amazing space that I know ever. And sometimes I, I want to just be in meditation all the time. Sometimes it's really hard to be a human <laughs> here on this <laughs> earth. Let me just but I'm live like, here. <laughs> Let me just live in this meditation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. The challenge of it all is taking what you get from there and like moving it forward. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to dive back into and circle us back around to podcast because that's where we really yes. started. And, and I know that this encompasses everything. But one very specific thing that has intrigued me about watching your podcast all of these years is that, girl, you get some you get some people on there. Like you get some name dropping people on there. How in the world do you do that? And what what impact has it had for you to? use this platform of podcasting to connect with those individuals. And I'm talking people yeah. like Gabby Bernstein, uh, JP Sears, Lisa Nichols, Neil Donald Walsh, who changed yeah. my life in college, unbeknownst to him, by the way, through his mm. book series, Conversations with God. Danielle Laporte, Michael Bernard Beckwith. like You've had some serious people who are doing big work in this world. That's how I would describe them. People who are really recognized for who they are being. And you have these great conversations with them you have them on your show how are you doing that and what impact has that had on
1: you and and what you're up to well yeah and and like i said like i mentioned earlier i mean because the podcast allows me the flexibility and the spaciousness i'm like who do i want to talk to like what am i interested in right now and so i'm like let's reach out to this person or that person so th- that's one of the things i love 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 about it but yeah it's it's actually it's been incredible. I mean, having, I don't want to say like reputation or like, it's, it's definitely kind of, I don't want to say giving me a name. That sounds so crappy, but I don't mean it like that. But like, I mean, people, I think, they can respect the fact that, oh, like she's actually like, holy cow, look at this list of lineup of people. Like, so I feel like it has given me a bit of, I don't know the right word, but rapport maybe with people who may not know what is this Jen Navarro show? Oh, but she's had this person, this person, this person. Like, I think it gives me like a built in rapport. The fact that I was able to, you know, create a connection with that, that guest, but one of my superpowers. So I have, I, I've really been able to identify like two superpowers that I have. The first one is I consider myself like a super connector. I love people. I love connecting with people. I love learning about people. I am naturally a very curious person. And so I think that that really helps me being a podcaster. But also the other thing, and just to not leave people hanging, they're like, what's the second one? I am really good at creating containers, transformational containers, where I bring people and forward thinking ideas together in one space for transformation that i know is one of my like that's my thing and so h- how that relates to my podcast i mean the kind of like the tagline on my podcast is loving humanity forward and i feel like the people that i reach out to they can get on board with that like really supporting to 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 support the next evolution of consciousness support people in this messy beautiful journey like i feel like a lot of people can get on board with that and so I've been so grateful. I feel that like they feel my heart, you know, cause I'm reaching out to a lot of very intuitive people who can feel through bullshit. And so I think that that, I don't know if that's like my secret sauce, but that, and I'm persistent, like a mofo. <laughs> I'm very persistent. And I'm sure you've realized this as well. Uh-huh. Um, if you like, like for instance, I'll give you an example. So my very first interview, like big guest interview was Dr. Bruce Lipton. Who I adore. And I reached out, and his very lovely assistant was like, Oh, he's totally booked out for the whole year. And I'm like, Oh, wow. Okay. Um, No problem. Can I reach back in three months? And she says, I mean, sure, if you want to, but I just told you he's going to not be available, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm like, That's all right. So I put it on my calendar and I emailed her back in three months. Is he available? No, he's still not available. Okay. No problem. Can I reach back out in three months? Okay, sure. She was just humoring me, like lovingly at that point, but I reached out multiple times and finally he just by chance had an opening and I was able to to get him on the show. And we had a great conversation. It's funny because when, I don't know, maybe you do this too, when you look back on your past episodes, you're like, whoa, I've grown a lot since then. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even want to listen to that because that was like Uh a different Katie. That was Uh a different Jen. But yeah, persistence is so important. Um, Obviously not like badgering. I mean, there's a line, let's be clear, but... A respectful and honoring. And you can feel into that. I mean, it's really using your intuition. Like if you feel like intuitively guided, that's really how I navigate my life. Then be like a little cockroach and be persistent because those cockroaches, <laughs> they never die. Like they keep <laughs> coming back. Yeah. I, I, did that answer your I mean, I'm yes. happy to geek out on podcasting. Well, I love that. But And I guess the,
0: the follow-up to that is, and maybe you want to give just one case study of these, if not kind of in general, how has the openings... To these conversations, to some of these people, made an impact on you, and what has it provided for you?
1: Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's my own personal growth. Like I said, being a naturally curious person, I'm asking questions that a lot of times I ask. I have, I have a thing. Like normally, um, this. Oh, this is a tip. If you're a podcaster, you might appreciate this tip. If you're wanting to reach out to like a big influencer, just kind of make sure you're following them. Right, you're plugged into all of their things. If they've got like a book coming out, they have a live event coming out, they have something that they're releasing to the world, reach out to them and ask them if they would be willing to come onto your show and you can talk about it. So it's like it's like a win-win for both of you, right? Like they're helping to, to pitch their shit <laughs> and mm-hmm. then you're like, you get them on your show. So that's been a really incredible little nugget of uh, advice that I, I received a long time actually ago from Tim Ferriss. Ferris to told me that. And so I took that and ran, but it's, it's definitely impacted me. Like I said, being a curious person, like I'm asking questions now before I would ask questions that I thought my my listeners would want. Cause I, I kind of felt myself being in, in an ego space when I first started the podcast where I'm like, I already like, I know this stuff. I'm just going to ask it. Like, I think maybe people who don't know this person's work, like what would they want to know? But now I'm asking genuine questions that I'm genuinely curious about. And I, I felt a, a different, a huge difference in the energy and, Yes. And all that stuff. But it's impacted me, yeah, because it's I'm growing and learning and at the same time. So yeah. So to bring
0: a beautiful conclusion to this, to circle really back around to this concept that your podcast is really the one thing that's coming with you in this new transition and you really identifying that that's has been the power of your podcast because it allows you an outlet as you transition and and to show up constantly as Jen Mavros. And this is what we're talking about. This is what we're doing. How do you plan on showing up to that podcast now in the next season,
1: literally and figuratively? What are the Holy cow. Well, I think that for me, I've really struggled with, like, I don't want to say consistency, but I mean, like, I've really kind of struggled with like, okay, how, what is the consistency that I release my podcast? Is it once a week? Is it every other week? So I need, I'm going to, I'm going to really sit with that and, and just hear what, what wants like this next this next space that that the podcast comes back online because we've been on a on a little hiatus, a little mini break while I've been creating this loving business forward piece. But really, just I, I don't know that I can answer that question because I'm still I'm just go with the flow, girl. Like I that's yes. literally my jam when I hear <laughs> when I listen when I listen in and I hear. I just go. So yeah, but I, I have some really incredible upcoming guests. Like I've got Kyle Cease is coming on some really beautiful, beautiful people that I can't wait to share with the world. So
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Jen, thank you for sharing your heart and, you. uh, about your transition and everything that you've got going on here with the Biz Women Rock community. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Love.